welcome to the Heavy Pages podcast, a space for women struggling with an unwanted separation or divorce. I'm Josie, your host, a separation survival coach, creator of the From Devastated to Divorce program, a mother of two, and a survivor of my own unwanted separation and divorce. My mission is to help you avoid some of the pitfalls that extended my journey of growth and healing and to provide you with tips and tools that will help get you to a place of acceptance and empowerment. Because sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone. Hello and welcome back to another journal entry episode. The saga continues, and so let's just get into it, shall we? This is going to be for Friday, December 3rd. Well, it's Friday. I feel like the week went by very fast, and that is good. I am right on track with school. I'm looking forward to my job and the move to my new place. So I have been in a pretty good mood. About Mario. Well, I get the feeling that my complaining on Sunday did not go well with him. I do not regret it because I was not happy with the plans not working. Well, I think maybe it would have been a good idea for me to just chill out. But when I'm feeling something good or bad, I speak right up. So anyway, he did not call me on Monday or Tuesday. And then Wednesday, I called him just to say hi. It was about 7 p.m. or so. And then he called me back later that night, like at 9 p.m. I kind of know that he's calling because I called him and I honestly get the feeling that he's not that into me. It kind of sucks, but that's life. Honestly, I do not think it's 100% that he is not into me, but more that he, well, I need a lot of attention and he just does not seem to be giving it. I do wish I would have waited longer to sleep with him, but honestly, I do not think that that is the reason that he is the way he is. I think that it's just that he is who he is. And that he is set in his ways and he is not, well, does not seem good at it. Sharing his time, that is. That bums me out mainly because I wanted someone to hang out with for the holidays. And now I get the feeling that I will not have that. Anyway, I was thinking of calling him and seeing if he was free tonight so I could see him. But I keep going back and forth about if I should. Right now, I feel like I should not. And I say that because, well, one, it is a night with my son and I should not be making plans on his weekend Two, I do not want to look like I'm chasing after him. I know without a doubt that I can find better, and by better, I mean that he will pay more attention to me and make room for me in his life, even if it is just a small corner. And I'm not asking for much, and I just do not see Mario doing that. So you know what? I'm not going to call him, and I do not care what mom thinks. So far, I have slept with three guys, and I that really, that really is not a... That really is not a lot, but to be fair with myself, I do regret sleeping with Mario. I had a plan and I really needed to stick to it, but I do feel that I have learned from this and that if I truly do not want to do it next time, that I will not. I think that what bugs me the most was that I did not get mine. If I had enjoyed it too, then at least it would not have been a total waste. And that is another reason why I am not feeling it. I really think he should be more aware of me, and if he is not then that is, to me, a sign that he is selfish. And I have had enough of selfish. I do not think that I am selfish when it comes to my time or attention. And I want someone like me in that regard. I would have preferred to have held out longer with this guy, but I did not, and that's life. I still learned that age does not make you a better lover. I do like that he is an environmental scientist. Wow. 
I like that he has a good career. It does impress me. And I like to be able to say that he does that. But one, but something I noticed the other night was that I'm not sure I want the girls to see him. Like, I don't think he is very cute. Okay, he has grown on me, but I do not think that the others will feel the same. And I actually feel like I will be judged by being with him. I know this is crazy. And you know, I may not feel that way if he was more attractive. So bottom line is that he is not what I want. And so I'm going to let him go. I will not look for him. If he shows me that he can be what I want, then I will be open to him. But otherwise, I will consider it over. Also, I just had a funny thought. I seem to remember saying something like this about Nolo, that it was me leaving him just in case he had already left me. But still, even though, yes, I do get the feeling that he is moving on, if he ever stopped in the first place, I still say that in my mind, I ended things too, so I guess we're even. I just feel like he cannot be trusted. I do not feel it. And it could be because of my failed marriage, it could be because of him, or it could be something I don't even know myself. But still, I'm going to go with my gut. If he calls and makes an effort, I will give him a chance. But if he does not call, then neither will I. And I will call it a mutual decision to move on. No harm, no foul. So what? Is he an environmental engineer? I would settle for a garbage man if he put me first in his priority list. Wow. So I just read up on some of my old writing and I definitely have an issue and I'm going to bring it up with the therapist. I'm shocked to see how some of what I've written here about Mario, I also wrote about Nolo. And could it be that these two guys are so much alike or is it more that I'm so fucking messed up that nothing satisfies me? Do I have unrealistic expectations of what I want or deserve? I have decided that I'm going to bring this up to the therapist. I think we pretty much have Guy covered. And actually, when I think about it, Guy worked for me because he was starving for attention too. And so we clicked. He had no life. And when I think of it, he was perfect for me because he was there whenever I needed him to be. But in reality, this is not how it is. But how do I get out of my mind frame of wanting, expecting, hell, needing that? I'm for sure going to make this the next priority in my therapy session. Okay, a lot to unpack here. First of all, I really hope that that's the end of Mario, but I'm not going to bet my life on it. (sighs) Let me see. Where do I start? Okay, this is the first thing that stuck out to me that I read Pat that I that I started reading back my journal entries, which I would do every now and then while I was in the middle of writing them just to see, you know, how I've changed, how my feelings were and things like that. But what I went back to read on was being hard on myself and not being hard on myself for, you know, sticking it out with these guys or holding on to um, men that were clearly showing me that they weren't interested. But I went to beat up on myself for expecting too much out of these men. And that was the total wrong takeaway of what I should have been reading. What I should have seen was, wow, you're coming off as desperate. You're coming off as too needy. You're accepting crumbs from crummy men. You need to move forward and live this alone. Stop dating and go. Yes, definitely go to the therapy. Not, oh, I'm too demanding. It's, you know, I'm the one. I'm the problem. Okay, yes, I'm the problem, but not in that way that I'm the problem and 
no wonder these guys are running for the hills because I'm asking too much of them. Oh, poor, poor men. How hard it is to give a woman that you're trying to date or that you are pursuing attention. That was not it. And I failed miserably when I was looking through those journal entries and coming away with that answer. But it does show that I was just so lost and so little. I had so, I had so little self-worth that I couldn't even see past that in those journal entries. I still saw myself as the problem, but under the wrong context. So that part was no bueno. But what else sticks out to me? Let's see. It's interesting because I just recently did a journal uh, topic Tuesday about how I would express myself and my feelings and speak up for myself. And this might be another situation where I realized that doing that backfired, even though it didn't backfire. It, it did exactly what it was supposed to do. I told him my needs, my wants, and my expectations, and he didn't agree. He didn't care. That's not what he wanted. So he moved along. What? That's what's supposed to happen, isn't it? You tell someone your feelings, you tell someone what you expect and what you want, and they either value you and the relationship enough to do something about it, or they cut bait and run because it's not worth the energy to them. And that's fine. His reaction is fine. Would it have been nice if he said, listen, I got too much going on. I think that we should just end things. Yes, that would have made life a whole bunch easier because that's like a very clear and precise line, but that's not what he did. But for me to say, oh, I spoke my mind. I made clear what I wanted, my feelings. And then he reacted to that, not in the way that I hoped, but in one of the two ways he could have, and I'm beating myself up about it. I think that relates back to my topic Tuesday that should be coming up if it hasn't already come up, where I talk about how I suppressed sharing about my thoughts and feelings to my partner in an effort to not rock the boat, which ended up not being the most healthy thing to do either. You're not you shouldn't. And I'm not going to revisit that here because it's all in that Topic Tuesday episode. So I'll let you go find that to listen to that. But it's just interesting that I'm finding more proof in this letter that I feel like me speaking out is the problem and that the answer to that problem isn't find a man that can handle it, but it's just keep your mouth shut. That's very unfortunate. What else can I talk about in this letter? Well, that I'm sitting there saying that I'm going to consider that we mutually broke up unless he writes to me and asks me to go out and then I'll give him another chance. But if he doesn't call me again, then you know what? I'm not going to call him and God, please, I hope that I stuck to it and he and I will have mutually broken up. But that, that that's just me still waiting for him to make the decision. That's still me putting the decision in his hands. That wasn't me saying, I'm just going to delete his number and forget all about him because he's not my type. And I've said it quite a few times in quite a few messages, um, in quite a few journal entries. He's not my type. He's not my type. 
I don't really like how he treats me. I don't really care for his attitude. Apparently, I didn't really care much for what he looked like. And I do remember him. And I don't even, again, I know why I gave him the time of day. I gave him the time of day because I was heartbroken, dealing with the separation, and had zero self-esteem. Because honestly, today, I would not entertain him. I wouldn't. And I wouldn't be mean and I wouldn't be rude about it, but he was just not my type. Back then, my type was any man with a heartbeat that looked my direction and talked to me even slightly nicely. I don't believe that that is my type anymore. So no, I wouldn't. And, you know, I'm trying not to be petty, but this was my journal entry. So I'm going to give myself grace that I'm writing this, not thinking that you know, years down the road, I'm going to do a podcast episode and everybody's going to be seeing that I'm so superficial. But um, that were my, those were my feelings at the time, right? I didn't really find him to be very good looking. I was impressed by the career path he had, cool, which translated to hopefully being a good provider. And um, that's kind of probably my thought process. But I also was clear enough to say that it, that doesn't really matter. Though, and boy, have I proved that in the future. But anyway, that I could happily take somebody who works picking up garbage as long as they give me the time and attention that I deserve. And that is true because I have moved forward in my life where I can financially support myself. I can take care of myself. I can do what I need to do myself. I can fix a tire if I need to. I can take out the garbage. I can walk the dogs. I can do all of that. What I wanted was a partner not someone to do all this stuff for me, not someone to pay my bills. I could do all that. What I wanted was a partner. So the career was not the problem or the issue or the goal. It was the attention. And, you know, realistically, that hasn't really changed much. I think it's important that my partner want to spend time with me, want to give me attention and love and spend time with me. That's still where I think that I uh, can definitely be called a high-maintenance person. I am perfectly happy shopping at Walmart for clothes and shoes and whatever, but I need absolutely a super high level of attention. And that is who I am. There's somebody out there that can handle that. And there's plenty that can't, but that means that they are not the ones for me. And it's basically as simple as that. So what I hope that you got out of this episode and this journal entry is that it's okay to speak up for yourself. It's okay to tell somebody what you need and what you expect and what you want. And it's okay for them to decide that that's not for them. But you didn't do anything wrong. You were just honest and clear. Oh, and I guess I should also mention that clearly I was... (laughs) I mentioned... So also I did mention that I was bummed out that I had sex with them too quickly, which I had already mentioned in a previous episode or made a whole journal entry trying to make myself feel better about it. But the sad part is, and luckily I didn't really even remember that, was that he sucked anyway. Or maybe he didn't suck, but we were not compatible. And so that really is annoying that he that he turns out to be one of my numbers. And then I didn't even enjoy it to begin with. So that part... That's definitely a bummer. But hopefully I lived and I learned. Okay, with that, I'm going to leave you this week. Thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on the next one.
that's going to be it for this episode. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can always find me on Instagram at heavy underscore pages underscore podcast. And if you found this episode interesting, please consider clicking on that five star rating and following so you are notified when the next episode drops. As always, thank you for listening. And remember, sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone.